The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello again. Welcome back to Home is Where Hallmark is. This is episode, what episode are we on, Am? We are on 17. 17, 17. I was going to say 16. I'm always one behind. We are on episode 17. We have some news, some previews. Um, Hallmark has a couple of new shows coming out. Um, and then we have some more. Amber is still going, is on her next line, Sealed and Delivered. And we're going to continue in book two in our book series. But we missed a week because we were both pretty busy. But that's okay. We're just basically talking to ourselves. Um, so, and Amber's parents, probably. Um, so how have you been, my darling? I have been good. My little girl turns 15 this weekend. <gasps> this weekend passed? This one coming up? This one coming up. She's seven. Oh, my gosh. The 15th. Mm-hmm. Which means she gets to get her learner's permit. Shush. She gonna get a Jeep too? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> As I'm sure nobody realizes we are a Jeep family. I have a Jeep. My husband has a Jeep. There's several people in my family that have Jeeps. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> so and the Jeep Ellie, is kind of the Yeah, Ella Jeep Jeep crazy. Mm-hmm. So maybe her dad's been looking at one, so we'll see. Got another about another year and a half, I figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was old. almost seventeen before I actually got my driver's license because I just wasn't ready. Oh yeah, no, no. Well, fifteen's too early to have your own car, and plus, it's just just a permit and everything. Oh my God, could you imagine Jason's nerves? Forget you. <laughs> no. Jason will be like, to hire somebody's teacher how to drive because neither of us, both of us have anxiety issues. Oh, they don't do it. Oh, no, plus it's the summer too. They don't do it in the school there or anything. Well, she's homeschooled. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, with her ADHD, we found out when COVID happened that she just learns much better and you don't have to. I was having a medicator to go to school just to sit. No, in the no, desk. no. Oh gosh, no, no. I forgot she was. I forgot she was homeschooled. Um, yeah. So she doesn't much, home. She doesn't have to do that. So much, much props to you. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, because I'm not sure how it is in New York, even though I am in New York, but in New Jersey, I think it's part of like they kind of like oh you have to take your driver's thingy now. Um. 
something like that. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. So just well, here in West Virginia, most of these people learn how to drive tractors and four wheelers before they're driving. You know, not right. my kid, but you know, around here, kids usually know how to drive before they're 15 because they're right, driving right. four wheelers and tractors and everything else. Mm-hmm. So it's just shifting over to the different, different vehicle. Yeah. Speaking of West Virginia, you have some Hallmark West Virginia news for us, I believe. I sure do. I don't know if anybody is aware, but we have this very large resort that is in uh, Greenbrier County, and it's called the Greenbrier Resort, and it has been there forever, since like the 1778. Like, it's been there forever, and it's, it's very much a rich people place but it is beautiful and gorgeous I have never been there always wanted to go it's got humongous mm-hmm. huge gardens in it mm-hmm. um and I guess back in summer they had all these Christmas decorations out and they didn't really talk too much about it but it turns out they actually filmed a Hallmark Christmas movie there and it is to come out this year um just some little things about the Greenbrier. It it once was, um, and it still does have the one of the presidential um, fallout shelters down in the basement. Oh um, wow! It is, yeah, it was not talked about there for a long time because it was the primary one. Because if you've mm-hmm. ever been to West Virginia, we have very very large mountains, so any kind of bomb shelter underneath all of that rock <laughs> is pretty safe. And um, it's open now. It's to see. It's no longer one of the ones they would plan to ever use. But it was um, one of the fallout shelters that the president would actually have gone to at at some point if if they would have had a nuclear war. I mean, it's just it's been a it's been here forever. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's huge. I'm really really excited about it. Um, I can't wait to see it. You know, we don't get a whole lot of that stuff around in Mm -hmm. West Virginia. Um, We are kind of a large, not like really large, but we're bigger than probably New York or whatever. But, um, you know, we don't have a lot of things like that that happens to us around here. So I'm super excited about it. Um, They didn't talk a lot about it. They don't have the name for it yet. They said it's going to be something like the uh, Graceland one was. Which is like Christmas, the Greenbrier, or something like that. Right, right. Oh, excuse me. Um, I'm looking at the link that you sent me, and this place is stunning. Yes, it is humongous and it, too. And like it's, it's massive. It's. Did you see where it says? And you maybe you knew that the chandelier is the same chandelier from Gone with the Wind. Yes. Yes. That's, that's wild. Bad. This place is gorgeous. Just the outside is breathtaking. And those grounds. Oh my goodness. Have you yeah, ever been it there? Is insane. No, I've never been there. Uh, we've always wanted to go, but I'll be honest with you, it's not cheap to go. Oh, um, I can even to like even to tour the grounds, like you have to be dressed a certain way. It's very oh. upscale. <laughs> Excuse um, us. Yeah, it's 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 a huge, huge upscale thing. I I was reading some of the like reviews and one of the person was like um, I would like to take my kids to see your grounds. And this one lady was like, well, dress appropriately because if you're wearing jeans, they will stop you. <laughs> uh, wow. That's, that's pretty impressive. I kind of like that though. You know, I kind of yeah. like that. 
It's probably the it's probably the only lux, I would consider luxury resort, um, you know, in West Virginia. Most of you know we're not hoity-toity around here. We're pretty country, so. <laughs> Um, but it's absolutely gorgeous, and like you said, that one chandelier that's in that one um, bar area, well, they do believe that that was from Gone with the Wind. So, But there's that's... pictures of it on the, um, it's all uh, decked out for Christmas, or I guess when they filmed the movie. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous, so I'm really, really excited to see it. I think it'll be neat. And what do you have? I'm trying. I was trying to double check something. So we have. Last time we recorded, we talked about the kind of sci-fi TV show that uh, series that Hallmark was bringing us, and now it seems like they finally announced their replacement for Chesapeake Shores, which is titled Ride. Which okay. So it's going to star Bo, Bo Murchoff, Tyler Jacob Moore, Nancy Travis, Tierra, uh, Tierra Scovey, um, it's uh, sorry. Oh, shoot, that one girl is very popular. And the, the mother from Last Man Standing is actually going to be in it. Um, no, I think that's the other one. Sorry, that's a different show, I believe. Um, no, actually, it might be this one. I'm confusing myself because I've been reading about so many different things. So the series follows Missy, played by Scovey, a former rodeo queen who is a McMurray by marriage and struggles to find a place in the family. Um, Tra- Travis is Isabel McMurray, the tough-as-nails fa- family matriarch, fighting to keep her family legacy afloat following a tragedy. Um, so basically, the synopsis is Ride follows the lives of the McMurrays, part of a rodeo dynasty going back a generation as they struggle to keep their beloved ranch afloat. Walmart staple. After a tragic loss, each character embarks on an empowering journey. different um premise but also a hallmark staple that there's some ranch farm whatever kind of sounds like it they're maybe trying to go a little yellowstone with the yeah definitely absolutely absolutely Um, hallmark wouldn't have anything like that i mean yellowstone's very um there's a lot of dying and death and killing and in it mm -hmm. which we love that we watch it um but i think it does kind of remind me of that a little bit they're definitely tapping into the countryside of things, which is uh, excuse me, very popular and um, a big staple of their fandom, I believe. So it, it looks pretty good. It sounds like it's a, um, a good premise. I, I like Western-y style things. I like Western, so I'll probably enjoy it. Um, so There's a show. Like but of course it's being um, filmed in Canada. <laughs> there's another show that's filmed in canada that's about a horse ranch um it's kind of hallmarkish i love oh. it to death i've watched every season of it it's called heartland have you ever watched it 
Mm-hmm. But it's about I, I our family it, on a ranch. I think Jason's told me about it. It's about a family on a ranch in Alberta, which is in Canada. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it kind of reminds me, maybe a little bit of a combination between like Yellowstone and it, because Heartland's very family um, mm-hmm. oriented and very um, PG. It's very. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of killing in it. <laughs> <laughs> It seems like a good promise, and we'll probably get some beautiful scenery and um, and and the such and the such. But I've read a lot of books um, set in that type of environment. I love westerns. I love old west TV shows. You know, Bonanza and Gunsmoke and things like that. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, that. And well, I mean, the Canadian countryside is absolutely gorgeous oh it's stunning no, I, I mean but we have, we have, because you see a lot of it a lot of play a lot of the shows are filmed a lot of tv shows are filmed in canada but I know, um, just... but yeah i mean it's it's absolutely beautiful the mountains and the it's mm-hmm. very i think it's probably about the same area it's probably as colorado i'm not sure how far up yeah. colorado is i can't remember yeah, my uh, spots. I know my geography stinky winkies. So I thought they announced another show. We discussed um, the way home with um, last week. I thought there was another one, but I think I'm just confusing myself. Um, oh no, Colorado's in the middle of the United States. It's not even close to Canada. Just. It does just see if we can add that part out so we don't embarrass ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um August is upon us actually, of course, since we're it's August fifth, right? Fifth? What is it's today? August fifth. August fifth. So starting tomorrow, but you won't hear us until probably Sunday. So starting August sixth is the new movies for August. And the first one up is there's no uh, I don't think Lime uh, yeah, I don't think there's like a is there a catchy like name for this month? Like when we when we oh, get into, into September, love. No, that's September. August that's different, isn't it? No, it says it says Fall into Love. All new original movies start September sixth. Right, but we're talking about August. Well, it's, it says August sixth. Oh. You just said September. Anyway. Well, it's <laughs> August sixth. I thought it's September. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Love in the Limelight, which I just saw the commercial. I was like, oh, the Pena Vegas are doing another one. I like them. Their movies, they, they tend to be cute. So um, Love in the Limelight is Pen Pals with Nick. Pen Pals with Nick for years. Summer is reluctant for her relationship with him to go public when the former boy band singer comes to town for a comeback concert. Now, I'm sorry, but this one's kind of a little bit similar to the last movie where she came back to town and they resumed dancing. Yes, um, that was a Christmas one, wasn't it? It was the Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I liked it. You're wrong. I really liked it. Yeah, because she had her daughter and blah blah blah, and then he had the bitchy witchy dance partner, and you know, of course, there was a big misunderstanding. But then they danced the beautiful dance at the end, and you know, saved saved everything. 
<laughs> but, and they're so that's, super cute together. I guess they're, they're awesome. obviously because they're married, but oh, they're adorable. I love I love their movies, and I love that they do them together. I would like to see them do movies without each other, but I really love them. I really enjoy them. And that one is so it's Saturday, August sixth at eight on the Hallmark Channel. Now, the one that they're the most heavily promoting because it's based on a best-selling book is Big Sky River, which is um, Emanuela Voyer and. Kavan Smith, who of course is one of the stars, he's been in many Hallmark movies, many Christmas movies, um, and summer movies, and he's one of the stars of um, When Calls the Heart. And so Tara needs to go back to Parable, Montana, the place that made it the happiest, in order to move forward for after a messy divorce. Her handsome neighbor presents an unexpected twist. And that's actually this Sunday at nine on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. They've really been pushing this one, even to the point where I'm seeing articles um, on, I mean, Kavan has been around a long time. If you see his face, you know who he is. And now it's like people's doing six things you didn't know about Kavan Smith. Like, you know, so they're really, they're really hyping it. Most likely because it's based, it's one of the ones that's um, or taken from the, taken from a book. Have you seen the previews for it? No, I haven't seen it. It looks pretty good. It's another like kind of Western-y one. I will definitely watch that one. Plus, I'm a big fan of his. Um, what do you got about romance and style? Do you see it on your list? Yes. That's the one with the... Um, this is the one me and you are not sure about because it's the one where mm-hmm. it's supposed to be promoting more of a... Um, I don't know, acceptable body, I guess, because this girl's yeah. supposedly a little bit more bigger than, you know. Yeah, it says, real. it's J.C. Elliott, uh, Benjamin Hollingsworth, and Candace Hafeen. Um, she plays, J.C. plays Ella, who's, she's a fashion designer whose designs inspire mogul Derek to include plus-size fashion in his magazine. And soon Derek begins to realize that Ella's influence reaches far beyond the catwalk. We're probably going to have a lot of issues with them. Now, Now the actress is beautiful, and she was bigger than she is now, and she lost weight and absolutely friggin' fabulous for her. Uh, I don't say that sarcastically. I know that sounded like yeah, very but bitchy, but like she's I didn't mean it that way. But she's not a plus size anymore. She was, but she's not I mean, anymore. She might be like a 14. Yeah, I mean, Marilyn Monroe was a 14, for crying out loud. You know, Marilyn was a sixteen, honey. Oh, sixteen. You Sorry. Think All those right. hips were on a on a size fourteen. I don't know. I knew she was a fourteen or a sixteen. I thought it was a fourteen. She's a sixteen. You know, she was a sixteen. Who Who was the singer that was in Roadhouse Romance? Lauren Elena. Now this girl, JC, and her are kind look like a similar build now. I mean, so they're curvy and whatever, and that's fabulous. Uh, you know, it's great to see. And they're they're beautiful, but she's no longer. I'm not knocking her. I mean, she was plus size, so she'll understand. I'm like, listen, we're both, you know. Yeah, but it's another movie with a handsome, skinny, beautiful man that's supposed to overlook the the fat of the Mm -hmm. of the girl. But and that's the thing. It's it's not. I don't think what I'm. It's probably not going to be like, oh well, I can look past it that she's fat. Because, you know, she's so pretty and she's so smart, right? It's not like, oh, hey, it, it's like it shouldn't, It they, they need to do something where it's just like, okay. Like, it doesn't have to be mentioned, you know? Like, I hope yeah. there's not 
1700 conversations about it about and people saying to him like with like they do in most movies like oh you know it's okay oh my god like you're with her like because that's what they tend to do unless yeah, you mean I didn't mean to interrupt, but even in Hallmark, when you have, like, the sidekick who's chubby, they tend to be, like, a little dippy, a little desperate, you know? It's only, like, in the last year or so that they've be, they've kind of... Yeah, they've kind of more given their... Or more given... Let me listen to me. I can't talk. More given their, Sorry. you know, subs- second chair, I guess is what you would call them. More of mm-hmm. a story. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just the... You know, dippy girl desperate for, you know, love with whatever moron comes along. You know, I just hope that it's done with the taste and it's not done with that's the whole entire movie. And if it's done, we'll be ranting about it for a whole podcast. Yeah. Trust. I mean, Trust I mean, if anybody's listened to our podcast, you know, we just kind of say how it is. And even if we don't, we're going to say it anyway. Guess we're just here yeah. to entertain um that's that's saturday august the 13th at eight on the hallmark channel and then we have the journey ahead um this one i think is going to be a little bit different and well it's on hallmark movies and mysteries and those tend to be a little different anyway which is great gets us away from a lot of the cookie cutter um standard love story that they go for and this is a holly robinson feat kaylee bryant and mark humphrey um a famous hollywood actress and a young wilderness expert drive from los angeles to new york we've seen the road trip ones but it's usually a romance now, this yeah. is two women, which, I mean, it could be a romance, but it's not. So it's going to be, um, I think we're going to have, like, a really good semi, you know, dramatic, um, excuse me, uh, movie that I'm actually looking forward to. Along the way, both women learn that they can't run from the past to create the future they want. Kind of stands at home off there, but I like the fact that it's not, you know, Lacey getting stranded at the airport and running into, you know, Luke McFarland or whatever the heck his name is there, you know. Uh, what, is, what is his name? Luke something or another. Um, you know, and they road trip across the country to get to the town that they both, you know, then in, live in neighboring towns and blah, 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 and they fall in love on the way. So that's the 14th um, on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. I'm looking forward to that one. Holly Robinson always has good movies. And then I think this is where I got confused thinking that there was another show, but this one has our boy in it. This one yeah. has our Campbell, Saturday, August 20th at 8 p.m. on the Hallmark Channel. Dating the Delaney's. Uh, three generations of Delaney women explore the highs and lows of modern day dating, learning that love and romance can be found at any age and sometimes we least expect it. Again, what you know what they've been doing really well with the multi-generational family stories lately. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Yeah, they have. And like, well, the wedding veil was friends, but then there was... There's the one with the three adopted sisters. That was really good. I really like that one. The three adopted. Yeah. Um, well, three or four. I forget what it was. With the bell. It doesn't, with, it doesn't matter if this movie is any good or not. It doesn't matter. It's Paul Campbell in it. It's Paul Campbell. It's going to be perfection. I mean, that's it. Paul Campbell, it's going to be a good movie, regardless. 
And even Absolutely. if it was a bad movie, we probably this would probably be the one time we wouldn't say that it was a bad movie. No, I mean he's had some that haven't like we all have. He's had some that haven't been Stella, but we just enjoy him because he's just so easy to watch. I don't mean like necessarily. I mean I think he's cute, but like easy on the eyes or anything like that. But he's so natural. He's so relaxed. He's like the person you're gonna run into, or your neighbor, or your coworker, or your friend, or your you know brother the most cousin's best friend's sister's friend from college. You know whatever. He's just that guy. You know, very easy to watch. Very realistic. He's the guy in the cubicle next to you at work every day. That's exactly one of this. He's your work husband. Yeah. And if he was Amber's work husband, her real husband might have a problem, but I didn't say that. So <laughs> that one is August 20th at 8 p.m. on the Hallmark Channel. And then, um, I thought this month is kind of packed. So I didn't even realize how many were. Uh, yeah, Lacey there's a of- lot. Ace Lacey pairs up with Hector Rivera, who I feel like I don't name, but I can't picture him. But she's playing a chef again. Lacey needs to stop playing chefs. And it's another one on the heels of professional and personal setback. Chef Lacey, Emma, travels to Hawaii where she meets Ben. We've seen this one. A handsome, reclusive surf instructor. We've seen this one, and we've seen it with Lacey. Give her something else to do, please. Right? She's played... She's played a chocolatier. She's played a chef. She's she has played a chef. I don't know, but this guy's hot. Is he? Okay, wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold, yeah. please. Tell me about the next one. Do you have it? Do you have to look at Uh the next one is game set match with Davida Williams and Richard Harmon. And it is oh, oh. looks like it's set around um tennis. Mm-hmm. And let's see here. Former tennis pro Taylor reluctantly agrees to coach her friend in the bad boy of tennis. For a mixed doubles tournament only to find out there's a lot more tune than she thought. So, I mean, it's a little cliche. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we've, we haven't had a tennis one yet. This is definitely, you know, a different type of movie. Cast looks pretty good. You've got... um. Richard Harmon as William, and okay, so apparently we don't have the girl listed as cast. Uh, let me go back to the about. Um, and then it's Davida Williams, which there's not a whole lot on her. Okay, Hector's hands. Hector was uh, on Broadway. He played um in the movie in the movie in the musical about the Estefans. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Davida Williams is an American actress, been acting since she was eight. Let's see what all she's been in because there's not like she's not even on the about page, which is real, really weird. Normally they have a little bit more on no, here, but it looks like she might actually be doing um a Christmas one, a screenshot to Santa. Yeah, uh, it seems like she's currently filming that one. Um, she hasn't really been, she's been in a lot of TV movies. Nothing major, though. Doesn't look like, she must be fairly, yeah, it looks like she was in As the World Turns. She's so opera's actor. Oh, she was Jade Taylor on As the World Turns. Um. Yeah, so. It looks like she's done a lot. Oh, she was on Lizzie McGuire. She was Claire on Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, I don't really 
I don't know this girl at all, so I'll have to reserve my. It looks like she looks like she's done a lot, but it's been like an episode. Not that she hasn't had a great career, but like an episode here, an episode there. But yeah, is um yummy. So and that's August. I told you that he was pretty oh yummy. Did I not? We're talking about food. we're talking about the the lacy yeah. one. Yeah. Yes. Um. That so the moment of Vida game set love is um August twenty seventh on the Hallmark. And then another at the crossroads in her career and love life. Oh my gosh. Unthinkably good things. At crossroads in her career and love life, Allison, played by Karen Pittman, is in need of love and support of her two friends, Melinda. Oh no, actually, I take that back. This is the one that's from the mahogany um, one. I've been waiting to see this one. Um, at the crossroads in her career and love life, I mean, still a little stereotypical. Uh, Allison, blah, blah, blah. Support of her two friends, Melinda, Melina, rather, played by Joyful Drake, and Risa, played by Erica Ash, when they visit her in Tuscany. The reunion causes each woman to re-examine the state of their own life and relationships, where they have different personalities and perspectives. They know each other's truths and help to make some life-changing decisions. This is the one that's from the Mahogany, um, and so it's like Afri- you know, the Afri- whole African-American one. This one actually looks really, really good, so I've been looking forward to seeing this one. Um, and that is August 28th with uh, the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And that will round out August. So there's a lot. There's a lot more than I thought there were um, going to be this month. It's a very interesting month. It's a month. Some new ones. Some little bit of new concepts. And some little bit of cookie cutter. But we'll see what they <laughs> what they do with them. See how they, they better turn out. out. <laughs> And now, I'm not. We're not going to go over the table savings for the next one, but the schedule for September is also out. And now that's cool. So called fall into love. Um, and they'll be going to be in the island, Northern Carolina, personal mysteries, all sorts of things. A um, couple of wedding ones. Shocking. Uh, to have some wedding ones. A lot of people going. I think there's going to be, the one thing I wanted to talk about, I think there's going to be one that's going to be sort of a new series called Francesca Quinn P.I. And with Mallory Jensen and Dylan Bruce. Is that a Hallmark and, Movies and Mysteries? Yeah, I think it, I think it's actually based on books because it sounds um, fairly familiar, but I think it's going to be an ongoing series. So I think that's why I was getting messed up. Kind of like the Rorty Yarden. Kind of, and since she's gone, actually, I think it's going to be a little bit more edgy than Aurora because um, her fiance gets murdered. Whoa. I, for some reason, can't uh, keep getting. Um, I know that the difference between the two, but I get when when we start talking about who left, I get mm-hmm. it confused between Alice and Sweeney, which I know what they're completely different, and I know them by looking at who's who. But for some reason, sometimes when I see him, I think, well, that she left. No, Allison Sweeney didn't left. She's still with Hallmark. I don't know why I do that. But um, there's a, a okay. lot of those. Here's a little bit more about the one with um, I'll, I'll, I'll love Paul. Maggie isn't letting her divorce get in the way of her quest for love. The single mother uses the help of the father of her son's friend as she jumps back into the world of dating. While both, when both her mother and her daughter begin, begin both her mother and her daughter, so it must be a teen or 
begin romances of their own, Maggie realizes the differences and similarities between the way all three generations approach love. Actually, that sounds pretty good. So we don't got to worry about Paul's No, we don't have to worry about Paul. I know. I'm very strange. Still checking out this guy. He's pretty cute. Oh, Brennan's going to have a new one. Brennan's going to have a new one in September. Yay! Brennan Elliott? Mm-hmm. That's yours. I love him. So, okay, so that is the upcoming shows for August. Now, I'm not going to talk about September because we'll save that for next time. Let me click out of all the show stuff. So, okay, let well, me say got- this first. We had. What? Well, are we going to talk about. Go what are we talking about next? What do you want to talk about? What are we oh. talking about next? You're right. Let's do um, the Chesapeake Shores previews. Is anything yeah, I forgot about wanna... that? Has anything in the previews jumped? I have one question for you. Yeah. Somebody says somebody's on the phone. It goes by so quick, and I'm always distracted, and I can't find the actual preview online. Somebody's on, on the YouTube. phone. Thank you. I'll look. Somebody's on the phone. They're like, "I'm innocent," or like, "I didn't do it," or whatever. And then somebody's saying, I think it's Jess's husband is saying, what if he is innocent this time? Who is that? Who are they talking about? I think it's his dad. Oh, well, that's what I thought. Okay. Because remember, he said, I think he left the family and because he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, over, I, I don't, they didn't even really explain it too well at the end. They just said that he was in trouble financially and has gone through all their money and now he's on the run and has left the mom and the sister and everybody and they didn't really say they didn't go into detail yet on what um that yeah now that you say it i remember that i know i remember thinking well why didn't they ask abby for help like that's and, and her fa- and the father like that's their thing like and and the uncle you know and i don't know connor <laughs> you know like that's their thing they sniff out these problems and you know they find people that are stealing money and you know different not always intentionally but you know what i mean like business is yeah. their thing why didn't they go to them for help to be like hey we feel like something shady where you know because they know everybody you know what i mean yeah, so I, I think it's because they're like the Boston people. Remember, they're like, wait, I mean, I don't even know. Maybe, maybe. But I mean, even so, you know, everybody knows somebody. That's just my Yeah. Mind. I couldn't figure out I mean, who obviously, to- I feel a relief, though, because there's a lot of Connor in the previews. And the last mm-hmm. time we saw, he was grabbing his chest and falling to the ground. So, right, but now uh, that could always be a red herring. True. And then um, I think that she picks Ian. Is it Ian or Evan? Let's, let's hope that's a red herring. Ugh, let's hope somebody else comes in at the, <laughs> at the end. Well, I'm not going to get my wish, obviously, because... Oh, yeah, we don't think he's coming. He's well, coming. I just wanted him to come back for one episode, just at the end, so they can just be happy. It should end in a cliffhanger. Like, they're going to get married, and he walks in, and that's how it ends. No, that's I don't how... want a cliffhanger. I don't like it. Yeah, because it's not coming back. That's how we should. That's how we should. Like said, everybody go, go make everybody go crazy. I don't. I don't like either guy. Teacher guy was kind of like a little bit. I don't know, too much, too pushy. But I, I don't like Evan. I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't think he's fit for her. I don't think he's like a freaking. 
child that needs to go like their I don't have a problem with that, but their personalities do not go together at all. Opposites attract all that crap, but there's always something. Some you know, some something. It's like she just enticed by his money or her sisters are pushing her to it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean I don't know. it's kind it's of sweet. I don't know. No, no it's not, please. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I we'll we'll see what we'll see what we'll see what they, we'll see what they do. I did like seeing Bree you know, walking hand in hand with her convict. Um, <laughs> I know, horrible. Um, but it looks like mom and dad might get in an argument because she gets out of the car and she's looking at him like, "Oh, and she." So she's saying, "My son needs me." She's talking about Connor, or did something okay. else? Happen? I I don't know. See, the whole thing is like, I think they're really good at like throwing you know a bit of curves like making it seem like one thing so like immediately i was thinking like oh it's probably connor because connor was you know blah 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 but maybe it's not maybe it's what's his face what's the... what you mean um the guy that's married to sarah mm-hmm. i can't remember his name why can't i remember his name yeah i can't either that's because that's how that's how important he really is to the show meaning you know he's not because their storylines are dull that's true. It really it is. is. Compared to everybody else, it's always been like, oh, he's the golden child. He was the fo- he was the former military guy. He was a firefighter. He didn't want to do his life. And that was all very good. But then they stuck him with Sarah and Sarah has dragged him down. She has oh, dragged him down. Yeah. She needs to she needs to take her braids and go away. Go- their marriage can break up for all I care. She can become a royal bitch and be like, I you know, blah 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 and leave. <laughs> I don't care. Because they're not compelling. As much as, as much as, um, why am I forgetting everybody's names when I just watched the show? You know, <sighs> David? No, the, the lead lady, Megan. What's Megan's character's name? Uh, Abby. Yeah. Abby. Abby. Yeah, yeah. So, as much as she annoys me, I still like, you know, I still like it. I still wanted to see where it's going, even though it aggravates me, you know, because I'm like, oh, what is wrong with her? She evokes some of the character, evokes some emotion, like, oh, let me strangle her, or why are you so stupid? Or, oh, good for you. You know, there's a whole, you go through the whole cycle of emotions. I feel nothing, nothing for the other two. Kevin, I mean, yeah, I don't. Kevin and Sarah are like, okay. Like they're just bland. It's like I don't feel like they have I can't chemistry wait to together. See what happens with Connor and his girl? Now them, Margaret. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I I want to see that because she's a little she's a little firecracker, and I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like, like her. I can't wait to see. She fits Connor perfectly. They're perfect. I can't wait. Like, I can't wait to see where they go. I mean, I'm, I hope they go, you know, with that. So we'll see. Um, and Bree's always kind of been interesting. Jess has even been a lot better. So much she's better. Yes, yeah, so much better. Um, since she's redeemed herself and she kind of ran the end by herself and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of came into her own and... Um, I felt a lot better. Like, I've liked her a lot more. Yeah. So she's mature. The characters, you know, the characters had her moments, but she's matured. And at least there's some, and it's just like I was saying about Abby, there's some stuff where you, like, want to be, like, you're cheering her on, and you're like, oh, my God, I want to, you know, whatever. 
I just don't with, with Sarah and, um, and Kevin at all, at all. There's like, no, they, they're just flat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm not there's knocking. just not a lot going on there. I mean, I totally and agree. I totally... And it starts back next weekend, the 14th Woo-hoo. at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. 8 p.m. Or 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> what? 8 p.m. is what I meant to say. I'm a dork face. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to. It brings us to. Okay, wait. So this is what I was going to say. Amber and I made a deal that she would watch Signs, Fields, and Delivered. She's totally invested now as a postable. I'm so excited. I did. I did attempt to watch the first episode of Outlander. And I hated it. I hated it. But I think I was in a mood. Sometimes it happens. So I shelved it. Right. I Googled some things about it. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and I said to myself, okay, I, you know, I started it twice. Gorgeous cast, beautiful people. You know, um, I think that's one of the reasons why it was so popular. Mr. Hunk, Hunk, you know, um, but I couldn't get into it. However, I will admit that I have been in a headspace lately and have only really wanted to watch things like Christmas in July, you know, like easy, easy things. So I will be, I have marked off time um, this week to watch. And so the next time we record, I will have watched the first three episodes. I put it in and I said, it's fair. Get out of my head. You really have to watch it. It took me about three or four times before I could get through the first episode. Mm -hmm. You really have to watch it and get into it. But once you get into it, you're into it. Now, I mean, there might be a chance that it's just not something that you would like. Um, right. But as the story goes on, it does get more interesting. Of course, it does not, you know, it does help that Jamie Fraser in there is just a beautifully gorgeous, of you course. know, Scottish man. Of I course. Mean, uh, there's nothing else you can say about that man. He's just absolutely gorgeous. Is he gorgeous? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I will be giving it. Being a I- woman who actually did marry us over six foot. <laughs> redhead <laughs> oh my god for the longest time i didn't know jason was a redhead i'm like you're a ginger he was very redhead when we met like and he, he he's not so much now it's more gray now but well, yeah he like shave his head too or keep it like short short or something i shave it because he's got like a yarmulke in the top <laughs> stop it <laughs> i saw one picture i'm like you're a ginger and you look not looking at me, but I felt like if he was looking at me because we're we're in two different states, he would you know be type he was like, What is wrong with you? I'm like, Amber and I really are. Like <laughs> I, I love gingers. And still to this day when he because he keeps a beard, a beard mm-hmm. almost all the time. His beard is still like red, like bright red. So he's still got that little bit of ginger in him. But yeah, I mean it's I mean he's definitely I've always been more, and if you ever, if any of you all, you know, have never met my husband, but he's about six foot one and weighs over 250 pounds. He's a big man. Mm -hmm. And I am like five foot. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I love it. I absolutely (laughs) love it. The appeal for me has always been, uh, you know, my husband is the epitome of my, you know, way that I like 
my men to look and Jamie Frazier on Outlander has that same you know manly presence mm-hmm. so it, I think you like it you just have to give it you have to give it a good shot and you have to yeah, like, sit down do. and watch like three episodes or something and I, in order I said to get to it myself, because I hated the books I have to you know I've never I, read the books I didn't read them either Christopher used to listen to them on tape like when we were in the car and I always wanted to like throw them out the window because uh, they were just ugh because she annoyed me. She, she um, Claire, whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah Claire. And she's, and she's kind of, there are times that she is kind of annoying in the TV, in the TV show, too. She's by mm-hmm. far not my favorite character. My favorite character is several other people. Um, but I've always been a big, anything to do with, and it, and it, you know it's it's not fiction it's not accurate exactly with the thing the way things went but you Mm -hmm. get to see the fall of you know scotland going to the Mm -hmm. uk you know it's part of the uk has been so you know you see that fall of them being a country and then losing their country and you then you know they they do come over to the u.s and um you see the start of what what becomes the united states Mm -hmm. um you literally start with them in under british rule so it's you know there's some things that you get to see and we all know it was like when gone with the wind you know you had the north and the south and you had the you know the confederacy didn't you wanted to keep their slaves the other ones didn't west virginia actually split from virginia and became you know the union because we didn't want that mm-hmm. but you did see and even though the north was tr- was fighting to free those people you did see that there was bad people even on the other side like you know you see where they came and they took you know scarlet's you know advantage of scarlet and stuff so right. you do see some of the bad things that were associated with the british when they were controlling you know, what would become America in the British when they took over Scotland. I mean, and it's like anything else in history, there's good and bad on both sides. So, I mean, it's fairly accurate. There's several large, like, battles that happened in Scotland that is, you know, in in the story. So it's it's really good. It's really rooted in history, kind of. Um, so it's very, very interesting. If you keep watching it, you'll, you know, you'll like it a lot, I think. I hope anyways. So then I guess that will take us to Signs Sold and Delivered. The complete opposite of the Outlander. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The the opposite end of the spectrum. Well, I mean, Eric. We um, go from Amber Smut to Amber so not yeah. <laughs> yeah like it's oh but it's so it's i i love them so much but eric um who plays oliver is a tall lovely it's a drinker. tall drink of water Whew. it really is but i can tell you this and if anybody's watched this movie in this the entire time the first three se- the first three movies you know that oliver has a wife that left him and went to paris 
Mm-hmm. And in this one, she comes back. And let me tell you, if I had ever wanted to push a woman off the cliff, it was her. <laughs> like, I hate her with the fiery passion that her red hair is because I hated her. Mm-hmm. You know, walking into the postable's office, acting like she owns the joint. Like, mm-hmm. I, if I could have, like, pulled her from the TV and punched her, I would have. Like, I hated this girl. Like, I mean, my husband will tell you, there are certain things and certain people on TV shows that get me going. And, like, I want to, like, grab them and, like, strangle them. And this was one of them. Like, I literally hated her with a fiery passion. Like, I don't know who she thought she was because she left him to begin with. And then she comes back like she's just, oh, I'm back. So everything's gone now. I wanted to push her off a cliff. I am done. <laughs> no, it's it's don't don't hold back. I'm so proud of you because usually I'm the one that's like ranting about something. Um, um Well, you've got the unspoken between Oliver and Mac and Ernie. I can't remember what her first name is. Shane. And and when you know, so so they find the divorce papers in the wedding ring, and Rita remembers seeing custom jewelry stores that craft rings and one like she they found. And Shane, I think, accidentally tosses the ring into like a, a bit of mail. Correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And it's then when she finds the le- Oliver's letter to Holly, which had come back undelivered. Um, so she takes the letter and leaves the office. Um, and she thought of all those times, you know, and the day he wrote the letter when they would, I remember when they were trapped inside the bank vault. Did you see that one or did you, did you miss one? I don't know if I must have missed that one or what. Oh, because when I looked it up, it said these three shows, this was the third movie. And I've seen all three movies. So I don't know if I need to go back and, like, after I'm done, I need to go back and watch the TV series that was on for a short period of time. I, I'm sorry. Okay, we're sorry. What <laughs> says my watch? He <laughs> wanted to talk to us in his British voice. <laughs> but um, she drops. You know, they drop the ring, and she finds that letter. And you know, she opens it and read it. And this was after her promising him she wouldn't just open the letters anymore. And he gets more upset for the fact that she opened the letter than anything. And Mm -hmm. then she puts it in the mail. And they mail it out. Accidentally. Norman does it, right? And then here Mm -hmm. she comes bebopping into the place like she owns the joint. Right? Did you... When... Did you... Do you remember the story of how they met? Like, that's, like, classic Hallmark. Shane and Holly, where he dug her out... Snowstorm. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. They kept her alive. And that's fine and good and all. But like I didn't like her. So what <laughs> no, I I couldn't she you know, so she comes in and it's like she finds the letter and she feels like, oh blah blah. She does she like you said, she walks in like she owns the place. And but the bigger thing is she walks in like she did nothing wrong. Like it was okay. You know, she needed time. Yeah, she never heard of him. Never. She never. He never heard from her. He never heard her. She never did this. She never did this. But she just walked back in like, 
oh, we can just pick up where we left off because you're so smitten, you know, um, with me. And of course he's going to be conflicted and confused. And I felt so bad for Shane. The actress delivered that so perfectly. The look, the look on her face when you, you felt like her heart stopped. Yes. You know. Oh, that one was a bitch. I, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> so there's the, the several subplots. There's, of course, the letter um, with the couple uh, that he was sending divorce papers, but it turns out they hunt down the couple, of course, because that's what they do. And turns out that they're still together. And Oliver is actually determined to deliver the papers, even though Shane is trying to explain to him, like, well, maybe we shouldn't, you know? And he actually comes to the decision that he won't, but when Norman accidentally is up to date on the change of plans, you know, and does, and it causes the um, couple to argue, but thankfully they stay together. But one of my other favorite, and it's a a great, actually, plot, because couples do go through these spots where they think, oh, I'm going to end it. And then something happens because he thought she was cheating on him, I believe. Right. Yes. Yes. Because she was meeting with that um, nightclub owner because she was, you know, they had tried to have babies and they found out they could not have babies, mm-hmm. um, which I've actually been through. Um, right. It was not possible for us. Um, and by no means, a lot of people, and, and it's very, very sad, but you know, if you love each other, you can get over that. And I mean, it's just, it's the, it's the thing. So she wanted to see him smile again. So she was doing stand-up comedy at the open mic night. And, and this guy, at the you know, the owner of the club was trying to help her. And um, she, she kisses him on the cheek and then her husband follows her and sees that. And then he's like, well, I'm going to, you know, put my ring in and envelope i'm gonna divorce her he signs the papers and he goes to put them down in the um, in the mailbox and then he hears a car checking in process drops the envelope and then runs to go help um this lady who is being carjacked and then he gets beat up really really bad and mm-hmm. his wife comes to the hospital and um so he decided you know it was a good thing she never got the letter right i kind of like the way it played out because i felt like if as much as I want to say, like, bygones be bygones, let's, you know, didn't need to know. She didn't need to know, but I feel like she did need to know because it was a question that he had in his head that she had cheated on him and she never mm-hmm. cheated on him. Right. And, you know, it all works out in the end and they stay together and, you know, um, everything's great. And then, but you had that and then you had, the Shane and Oliver. Then you had Oliver and his ex-wife, his now ex-wife, because they do decide to get divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had the two. I can't remember their names. The girl in the glasses and the boy that also works there. So that was one. So okay. So if I may. Um, I really enjoyed before, well, Reader and Norman, but before we move on to them for a second, I really enjoyed the conversation um, and the highlights what we were talking about with Holly, where the, him and her and Oliver are having a conversation and he asks her, why did she come back? And he says, well, she says, Holly says, well, I want to find out what I wanted. And she, Oliver finally truly stands up for himself and says, but what about what he wants? And that just highlights how Holly is. 
you know, she never wrote, she never called. They found a, a video of her reciting a poem, which Ramon, of course, could translate because Ramon can do everything. I love Ramon. <laughs> I, love, I want Ramon to have his old like, little web series or something. Um, and he said it's not, a, I remember he said it's not a very good poem, but it, the poem is actually about the first night that they met. Um, so, of course, that causes conflicted feelings like in Oliver. And, but he told her that he wants, um, to be happy, he wants peace. You know, marriage is sacred to him, um, and that maybe they should talk the um, next day. Um, right. No, sorry, I was trying to think. I'm trying to remember what it says, and he says, you know, he says that he admits that he waited a long time to write the letter, and she says because you know because it hurts. So he and Shane always have these amazing conversations. Like you said, him and Holly do, thank God, you know, just because she's trash, decide to divorce, <laughs> paving, paving the way for our um, Shane and Oliver romance to continue. But Reader and Norman, one of the greatest characters in this series, this whole series, is Ramon. Ramon is a weatherman. He owns the jazz club. He does everything. He's a notary. He's a minister. He's everything. He's a jack of all trades. Ramon is the best. If you need something, Ramon knows how to do it. I mean, he built it all. <laughs> he does everything. It's the greatest running gag in the in the series. So Miss, so Reader is Miss Special Delivery or something like that. And yes. of course, Ramon is. Um, that's how they say his name. I'm not trying to be like whatever. Um, involved in that as the master of ceremonies, I think, or something for like this big thing. And yes. he. He's very flirty with Rita. So Norman gets jealous, right? And he thinks that Rita's really enjoying it. And he thinks that Rita's falling in love with um, Ramon, which, you know, who could blame her? But she doesn't. So, you know, they, they have like, they have Rita Ramon, Rita Norma, Shane Oliver, Shane Holly, Holly Oliver, you know? <laughs> and then the other, excuse me, the other couple. There's always so much going on, but they weave them together. They do so. very, very well. And I thought it was very sweet at the end because she had told um, you know, the whole thing, they, they're in Denver, Colorado, which I'm, you know, I'm mm-hmm. assuming the weather's there very, the winter's there very, very cold. And, um, you know, she was talking about sitting on her porch swing at her home, you know, where she grew up. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he leaves you know, dealing with the Holly situation and gets this gets a swing and puts it on her front porch. And I just thought that was so sweet. Right? It's her birthday gift, I think. Oh my God. And so sweet. Is, he, is that what he confronts her about quitting? Yes. Yes. Because she said she was quitting. She thought she was done. She was good. She was done. She was quitting. And he's like, well, She's like, I feel like somebody else can do the job better. And he's like, well, you're, you didn't have a, there was not a spot when you came. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was so cute that it didn't exist until she showed up. I loved it. And I, I just, I love, like, there's always a lot going on, like I was just saying, but it all comes together. It's just so, so perfect, perfect. Each and, you know, each and every one. And as you start to see, as you probably start to see now, I mean, like each, they don't just forget what happens in the one before it. They keep playing on it, building on it, learning from it. And I think that's one of the things that's made it so very, the series so very successful. And the fans are still currently going crazy on Twitter about um, 
renewing it because the spoiler spoiler uh -uh, the last what happened in the last one seems to be the end yeah i haven't gotten to that one yet the next one for me is time filled and delivered the impossible dream Mm -hmm. which is the popal the the popals work against the clock to go in a letter to rescue a soldier in Afghanistan and reunite her with her family while Rita competes for the National Miss Special Delivery title in Washington, D.C. So, I will watch yeah. that one and we will talk about it. Which I'm sure it'll be just as good as the other ones. Oh, um, yeah. It's it's really good. I, I enjoy them all. I enjoy them all. Um, excuse me. So I guess that brings us to our very last thing, which is our second book, a series that we're reading was the Saltwater Cove, was it Saltwater Cove Studios? And this right. The second book in, um, I can find it. I should have had it pulled up. Should have had it pulled up. The Westcott Bay novel, book two. By, who's it? By Amelia Adler. Amelia Adler. That's the Westcott Bay series. And this was number two, which was Saltwater Studios. In the first one, we met Margie, um, Mm -hmm. who fell in love with the police chief. And then in the second one... We're continuing Morgan's story. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has come back to the island after graduating. Um, have a, some story about Jade, who is Margie's daughter, who's just recently trying to get divorced from her asshole of, an, of soon-to-be ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Would have loved to have pulled that son of a bitch through the book and, and strangle mm-hmm. him at some point because he was a butthole and a oh. And if Jade does not stand up for herself in this book somewhere, I'm going to strangle her. Well, the next... So, I finished the series because I don't have a husband or a child, thank God. Um, Both of them. Um, So, I have more downtime that's my own rather than Amber, who has to deal with a husband and a child. A teenager. um, With who demands, like, every second of her precious time. Um, And, you know, justifiably. Um, So, I've gone through the whole series and I will not spoil anything but I have you know lots to say on different aspects of it really really enjoyed the whole series I will say that um so yeah but so Jade's book is third and she's kind of only thing I will say is like you're going to have the same feeling of it for a little bit in the book but then um so Morgan takes over a, a what I really loved in the beginning of the book is when Morgan she, you know, you don't see it, but she kind of like, she kind of like thinks about it type of thing and how she came up with like this whole PowerPoint presentation to her father <laughs> to yeah. be like, this is why I think And he's like, okay, you know. She, she didn't know what she wanted to do. So, you know, she decides she's going to take over this phot- wedding photography business um, from mm-hmm. this lady named Jillian um, on the island because, um, this is a very popular tourist attract, you know, tourist area, and a lot right. of people get married there. And um, she's gonna decide to be the photographer. In the process, she meets this this man named Luke. Now, at the end of book one, 
you know that Morgan's mother died and she was hit on um, the island mm-hmm. um, by a drunk driver. At the end of the first book, you find out that they did find video of who hit her mother and killed her, and it was a female driving the car. There was only one car, because it was a very vintage vehicle, there was only one mm-hmm. car on the island that matched that vehicle, and it was by a very rich gentleman named Brock. They could not identify the woman at the end of the book, so they were kind of at that standstill. So at the beginning of the second book, Morgan comes back and her kind of her mission is not only to have this business start, but she's also wanting to find out who killed her mother. In the process of coming over, um, she meets this gentleman named Luke, who's kind of a, he's from, he's, they, they, I'm assuming he's English because yeah. he is, they, they kept talking about his British accent in the, in the book. Um, but I didn't really know where he was from, but he he does come from a wealthy family, but he does not live that way. He is very um, backpacking through things. He's not, you know, doesn't stay in one place too long, just kind of moving mm-hmm. around. I don't know what they call him. Drifter, I guess you would call it kind of like, mm-hmm. um, kind of like a drifter. And he's decided he's completely broke. So he's going to come back to the island and do videographer, be a videographer for the weddings that this Julian person had hired Morgan to take over from her. So Morgan's doing the wedding photographer, he's being the videographer. You meet him, you find out at the beginning of the book that his uncle is this Brock character, and it's just kind of a little tidbit. Well, Morgan meets Luke and thinks he's a complete douchebag and they do not get along at all. She thinks he's a jerk, He's a player because during the whole movie, or movie, during the whole book, he's flirted with, he flirts, he's flirted with, you know, women and British accents. We know how that goes. So, you know, it's very openly there that he is kind of a player a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. But he decides he wants to be with Morgan. And um, he kind of has to get her to kind of move around. But the whole time, you realize that he is the uncle of the man that Morgan's trying to figure out if if he killed her mother or not. In the process, you know, Morgan doesn't know, and neither does Luke know, that they have this connection. So you go through all this. In the process, Margie was supposed to marry Hank, who is the police chief. Margie was the character in the first book. She's kind of the mother figure of the entire group. And you find out his daughter, Amanda, is being a little bitch and Mm -hmm. a little selfish bitch and doesn't want him to marry Margie because she's still getting over her, which I understand the, you know, my husband lost his mother a year and a half ago. And Mm -hmm. um, it's very, very hard, but you can't. It never goes away. And this has been several years. It had been like two and a half, three years, I think, at this point. Um, And, you know, Hank and Margie are very, very happy. And Amanda did not want them to be happy. And she is not very nice. But um, so in the books, a little bit that Margie and Hank kind of break up for a short period of time. You kind of get it in the third person. They don't really talk about it a whole lot. Because of Amanda, yeah. Huh? Because of Amanda. Because of Amanda, because she didn't want them to get mm-hmm. married. 
Um, Morgan kind of sneaks around and gets, you know, the Amanda's phone number out of uh, Margie's phone, and and she contacts Amanda, hoping that she, as a woman who has lost her mother as well, can help her understand, you know, that you know it's okay to move on, and she does in the end help Amanda realize that she's being selfish. And Hank and Margie do get married at the end of the second book. But um, this whole time, you've got this whole Brock is loose uncle and nobody knows. So finally, um, they've got a new, I don't know what he was, deputy? Is he a deputy? Matthew. Matthew. Matthew's the new deputy that's came into town to um, help out Hank. And... Hank kind of turns the case over to Matthew, the case about Morgan's mom, um, hoping that Fresh Eyes will help him get, you know, help solve the case. In the process, Matthew meets Luke at the coffee shop, and Luke invites him to come to the open night night, Mike night. And in the process, Matthew kind of lets it slip what's going on. So Luke finds out that. You know, his uncle, who he doesn't really like anyways, mm-hmm. kind of a douchebag anyways. He only used him for the camera that he stole out of his house. Um, and then he, of course, does not tell Morgan right away that he's found this out. And then happens to be trying to leave town after he found out that Morgan was, you know, there was a party at Brock's house. Luke was going to bring Morgan to the party. Morgan figured out that Luke was, Brock was, you know, Luke was, Brock was Luke's uncle. He's going to take him to the party. Luke knew about this the whole time. So he takes her to the party, knowing that she's just going to be snooping around. And then they have a complete and total fight over everything. In the process, Morgan leaves, picked up by Jade, who is Margie, her roommate, Margie's daughter. And then um, in the process, he goes and decides he's going to pack up all his stuff, says goodbye to his roommates, get in the car, goes to the ferry, turns his car off, and then he can't get his car to start to get on the ferry. In the process, his uncle walks up with a female that has came to the island to visit him. As soon as Luke sees this female, he realizes it's the girl, it's the woman from the video in the car. And that whole right. part was hilarious. I don't know. Do you remember the whole thing? Yeah, he tricks them. Having her yes, give her he a tricks song. them. Yeah. So Luke tricks them into telling what happened, and he gets wired and um, tells him that and tells Brock and the girl, the woman, that he's going to help her escape to Canada, and he puts her in the car, has her stick her head between her legs so she can hide because he doesn't, you know, they're trying to you know, save her and, you know, get her off the island because the people are looking for her and um, in the process is driving her to drop her off at the police station because <laughs> he's now told them that he's found this this lady out. She was right. drunk. She hit the girl, killed her mom, even makes a comment that, well, she was just stuck under my wheels. I'm not sure if she, you know, was dead or not, but I had to reverse to get off of her. I mean, it was awful. Somebody would take the woman was a complete idiot that she would take that at so at a you know such a light thing. But um they finally do catch, you know, her 
I was hoping maybe it would be somebody a little more involved in the story, but it didn't be, you know, was it? I mean, how did you feel about it? (sighs) About who the murderer was? Yes. I kind of figured it out, like, a little bit. um, I didn't think it was going to be anybody that was, you know, so tied to the um, family. Um, I had a sneaking suspicion it was going to be like he definitely tied to you know to Brock, and it was going to be like one of one of his women. Um, I didn't really have too much of a problem with that. I kind of like the way that the courtroom played out, where like she was trying to make it sound like you know, um, she was running from him, and it was an accident, and then he turned basically turned everything over, right? Like <laughs> I don't know, I kind of enjoyed that for some reason. Um, it was really funny, like the way he did it. Like he had him totally fooled. He was like. Yeah, you better hide because I'm, you know, I'm gonna tell on you or whatever, you know, trying mm-hmm. to get you out of the out of the country, be the best thing. And she's such an idiot; she just believes everything that he says. Like right. she's so stupid. Yeah, um, no, I was sorry. I was talking about too when um the lady who was who hit who hit Morgan's mother tried to say that Brock, like she was running from Brock, and then Brock turned over the car the recordings <laughs> and everything <laughs> um like it was just so crazy it's like something you would see on um on uh tv yeah it was, so, it was hilarious and so then we're gonna go to book three um do you have anything else you want to say about book two i do very quickly because i want to end it because i know you um have some things to do morgan got the fuck on my nerves <laughs> She was just, I, I mean, we don't know what it's like to thank God to have, I mean, I know what it's like to have my mommy die, but, um, and of course, you know, there's, but of course her mother was young and she's young and her mother was murdered and there was all this like, whatever, but she kept trying to snoop. She kept trying to cause problems for this one. She, you know, and I guess people will go crazy, you know, and act like this and whatnot, but she just wanted to be angry. She was just angry. She never wanted to believe um, in Luke at all, Mm-mm. you know, and it, it and for yeah. me, I felt out of all of them, I felt like it was probably like the most hallmark because it was just one big constant misunderstanding. She was constantly angry at him or felt he was lying. He was tricking her. He was using what, like get the hell over yourself. You know, she very much gave me just some Chesapeake shore vibes. Oh, Um, but overall, I really, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the book. Um, I think it, I think it was actually, since I've read them all, I think it was one of the ones that was paced the best. You didn't have a lot of, each book carries on from the um, last one, right? Yes. To where, to where like there's little bits here and the character, I was like, not just the characters, but little bits of, you know, storyline and, and whatnot. Um, the, each one before kind of sets up the next one just a little bit more. And um, I think this one was one that like, one out of the seven one of the best ones where everything even though she was like super 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 annoying that really gelled um the best and had the most what's the word fire in it in the characters like kind of because morgan's very passionate about finding out what happened to her mother of course where everybody else is kind of morose 
yeah. you know, <laughs> in the in the coming ones. And um, obviously, they're all very hallmarky. We all know how that kind of um, gonna end. And so, Jade is next. Is yes, Jade? Jade is next. Jade um, is next. Yeah, Saltwater Secrets Book Three. Um, it's, it's about it's Jade. Jade. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Um, now that she's finally free of her emotionally abusive ex, she has everything. She's about to get better for her. But she has a series of personal attacks on her property, has her on edge, and Jade knows she'll never, she'll need help figuring out who is targeting her and why. She just no. never expected a certain sweet, ridiculously handsome sheriff's deputy. So it's about uh, Jade and Matthew. No, three is Tiffany. No. Sold one. Yeah. Oh, no, you're Sold right. You're right. I'm at the epilogue. I'm at the epilogue. Yes, yes. I was at the epilogue when I opened the book. I'm sorry. Four, <laughs> Sold Water Crossing is about Tiffany. Because I was trying to figure out who who ended up with who, kind of. Well, I mean, there's a new guy in each one. So, and so Jade in Jade's, and I want to ruin it, it kind of sets up who. I mean, I'm not ruining anything by saying that, like, they will, you know, there's a guy in each book. I know that, that Jade and Matthew are going to end up together. We just have to learn how the story goes. It's actually yeah. a really good one. That one's a really good one. Jade, the Jade book before we end this is really good because there's, I don't want to ruin it. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. Like, they give you hints, like, somebody's, like, asked to get her kind of thing. And it's really good. And you, you kind of don't, you kind of get a hint. And then... Mm -hmm. And that she's kind of a bit like how you were saying, you know, like, um, I don't know, you know, she's like, you know, she had like the really, you know, hard life with her ex and everything. So she comes into her own. That's all I'm going to say. That's, that's this, the Jade book is actually my favorite book, I think, because it was very much more mysteryish. Even yeah, more I than can't the, wait to read it. Cause I'm hoping she, she finally gets, gets some lady balls and, um, yeah. <laughs> stands up for herself because at this point there was a couple of times in this book that I wanted to strangle her because mm -hmm. she needs to yeah I got and I apologize I got distracted a second because I was kind of thinking and I don't mean to ruin it I was kind of thinking that two people ended up with British people but they don't they don't so I was like wait a minute <laughs> I was confused for a second that's where my mind kind of wandered but this is a great series I I, I really love it and I'll go back and like um reread and peek at them as as we move along so it well it, you it, need to start we got four more books in this series so you're gonna have to start and find uh, our next book or series so um I think and i'm not, I'm not against doing something a little more what's a big furball in my face sorry i didn't know if it was a spider or a furball <laughs> hang in um but you will be picking our next series or book. So Okay. I have I think I think the next one is just gonna be a one shot book. Um, you know, it'll be a little longer than these. And then we'll go into the series because I just downloaded one. I'm gonna read it and see how it goes. Um and then it's on Kindle Unlimited. So 
um, we'll go from there. But it kind of falls into the whole genre that we'll be looking at. And we can expand into, you know, because these are very much books that, like, we would see possibly, like, on Hallmark with some minor changes. There's some things that come that they would never do, even on Hallmark yeah. movie industries. Um, so, but, yeah, I think I think this will be a good one. But I'm going to read it and then I'll let you know about it. But okay, it sounds good. It's 8.52, and Amber's show is going to be coming on soon. <laughs> Our live. What is it called now? Not called live. It is anymore. called On Patrol Live, because I'm a big dork and watch. On Patrol watch Live. And I'm going to go watch, uh, I'm gonna go watch uh, my SmackDown and wait to see my uh, Roman Drew Shay. Uh, <laughs> so um, that is it. For uh, Home is Where Hallmark is episode 17. Uh, we thank everybody who may or may not actually be listening in. Um, no, we don't care. We're just going to keep doing it anyway. Um, it. Yeah, it's just for us. So, um, listening in, we will. I'm going to start working on the Instagram account this weekend and going to try to get some other kind of get some interactive things to really get people to actually listen um, to us. But Amber's going to go watch the show. I'm going to go watch my show. I'm Liz. She's Amber. This is Home is Where Hallmark is on the Cheshot.com. Uh, Cheshot Radio via Cheshot.com. Wherever your podcasts are, it's the summer. We're going into some hot weekends. Remember our motto to always use your head. Goodbye, everybody.